Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Welcome back to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. We have some really fun guests on today. I, know, I really enjoyed them. And it's mm-hmm. fun to talk to other, I mean, I think this is the first time we've had fellow podcasters right. on, like somebody mm-hmm. who, like they're a pair like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of like us, except I think a lot smarter. Uh, and is that, is that mm-hmm. smarter? Yeah. With, mm-hmm. Like some scientific knowledge? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is this yep. is Kirsty Zantini and McCall Eggs, and they have a podcast called Cloudy with the Chance of Podcast, um, because they are both uh, meteorologists. They work at WHIO in Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Um, and so they work kind of opposite shifts, but they're both weather folks. And so they have a lot of scientific weather meteorology type guests on their podcast. Um, so it's a little bit of a, a, say, a step up maybe from Anchor Moms. Oh, okay. I think. Sure. I think. Yeah. Um, I but think anyway, so. but they, the, when I was talking with them before we recorded, they actually said, um, you know, they love to talk mom stuff too. So they were excited to come on and kind of, um, let their guard down a little bit and not be as scientific research-based maybe and just kind of chat about mom life. No, we're here for that. Right, we are. Um, Anyway, so we had a great time talking with them, had a couple of great articles to discuss. Uh, So listen in to Kirstie and McCall. uh, And they're, again, they have their own podcast, Cloudy with a Chance of Podcasts. All right, Kirstie and McCall, thank you so much for joining us. So first of all, I want you guys to tell us about your podcast. Oh, Kirstie, okay. I'll let you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So McCall and I love podcasting and we love listening to it. So we decided let's do a weather podcast because we're both meteorologists in Dayton, Ohio. So um, we started off just talking about weather and then very quickly we progressed to bringing on other meteorologists from, you know, other broadcast meteorologists from different television stations and just kind of interviewing them if it was like big weather events going on uh, we would pull them in and let them talk about like hurricanes making landfall in their viewing area things like that Uh, and then over the past few years now it's progressed to um, some pretty interesting just people in the science world Uh, some climatologists have jumped on with us lately Uh, we've gotten to interview our first female pilot which was really neat um uh, we talked to epidemiologists when COVID was first, you know, on the scene and, and kind of how weather can influence viruses and uh, bacteria. So it, it's been really quite fun, McCall. Yeah, no, it's like, as you mentioned, we've really branched out in the past uh, year or so and getting some more, I would say, better named guests on our show. So that's really exciting for us. And, you know, as you ladies are doing, doing a podcast through a pandemic we had some trials and tribulations but you know and then Kirsty had a baby you know actually she's had two babies since we started the podcast oh, wow. 
Yeah, so it's always been a lot of fun for us, really, just kind of navigating everything. So, yeah, and tell us about um, kids and kind of where you are family life-wise. So I have a five-year-old who's turned five uh, a couple weeks ago, and she's amazing. Um, She's very smart. She's definitely a nerd like her mom. (laughs) She to come home, and she does schoolwork on the weekend because she just thinks it's fun. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. This is the opposite of my five. Yeah, she's sassy. And my husband is 100% Italian. So she has the Italian personality. Oh, fun. Yep, girliness like me and is a nerd. Um, But so, yeah, we're just one little unit, me, my husband, and my daughter here in Ohio. Fun. I love McCall's daughter. Um, (laughs) Day one, because McCall, you know, was the first to have a baby between the two of us. So. Mm I remember meeting her and getting to hold her and watch her grow up. And now her daughter does play with mine. I have two uh, little Mm -hmm. girls and one is almost two and a half. And then our youngest (laughs) is 10 months old now. And uh, they are hilarious. They finally interact with each other a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I've really enjoyed watching that develop. And and I know it's going to explode even further as my youngest, you know, goes past the one mark age but um yeah my oldest is very silly um she is observant and uh she likes to sing her vocabulary once she turned two like exploded Mm -hmm. so now she sings anything that she hears or thinks of on her own which has been um really cute to watch yeah yeah and then our youngest is i was very nervous because um my old our first daughter was a really good sleeper. So everyone's like, oh, your second kid is going to be a devil. So I was so scared. Um, but our youngest, Molly, is uh, a very, very chill baby as well. So Ooh, she just smiles and claps and she loves to eat. And she is fascinated by Margot, her um, sister. <laughs> so, so all it's, three it's girls. Really That's so fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have some questions for you. Um, yeah, we're going to, these are our uh, guest questions that we ask all our guests. I think you guys got a little preview of them. Okay, so um, if you weren't in TV news, what would you be doing instead? McCall. Um, so I really had to think about this. And I think that honestly, you know, it's hard to say because this business, if you don't love it, then you're not in it. Right. Um, so I do love what I do. But let's just pretend for a second that, like, I could do whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, and I had an amazing voice. I would be on Broadway. That's really? <laughs> Love to do. I grew up close to New York City. So, like, I was exposed to that. And for the longest time, I thought that's what I was going to be. When I grew up at five years old, I went and saw the Rockettes. And I wanted to be a dancing Aww. Christmas tree. So <laughs> I'm just an extrovert. And I love music. And I love dance. So, and I can you sing? Do you have a good voice? Um, in the shower. Okay. I mean, no, Nicole, you have a good voice. <laughs> I mean, I sang all through high school and did like, you know, choir. Sure. I have a decent voice, mm-hmm. but my voice is nowhere near as good as Kirsty. Oh. So. I, I, I wow. think realistically, if one of us was going to do Broadway, it would be her. Okay. Me. I mean, are you guys like prepared to do a duet for I us? I was just like, going to say, let's, no. guys, let's have no, a sing-off. No. Let's have a sing-off. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, Kirsty, what would you be doing okay. if you weren't this? Okay, so I do, yes, I do like to sing McCall. Thanks a lot. Okay. I have to say that. okay. Um, but I was actually racking my brain, and I realized, like, 
if I had another career that I could go into that I never stepped into the weather world, I actually think that I would become a hairstylist <gasps> because I was obsessed. I was obsessed with doing all of my friends' hair for homecoming. I have corrected a couple weddings like what? that they didn't like their hair, and I've just straight up like done new updos. Or like if I go to weddings with my girlfriends, like when we were like right out of college, I would do everybody's updo. So I actually wow. think that I think I would actually enjoy that. And then you you're kind of your own entrepreneur. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of, you know, mm-hmm. hairstylists can can, you know, rent a chair or whatever. So I, I actually think that that I, you made me think deeper. And I and I realized that this morning, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't know if I could color hair or cut it, but I always love doing updos. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> I feel I like have. this comes in handy when you have girls, by the way, because I'm yeah. so oh, bad but... at hair. Import my little daughter's hair is always – we're struggling we are struggling so um that's that's okay those are fun answers yeah yeah okay um okay so what are you guys currently obsessed with oh i have an answer immediately okay i am obsessed with taylor swift's re-release yeah good one good one so much that i lost my voice a little bit coming into work (laughs) You're like, I'm sorry, I can't do the weather because I've been singing Taylor Swift too much. Oh my gosh. But are you like, I I think that she is the smartest person in show business. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it's incredible that she's re-recording these albums and that she's, and it's, I mean, what are actually our morning meteorologist who's like a, a young He's like 25. I call him a young kid. But he's like, I mean, like, who listens to albums anymore? Like, can you believe all these people are like what? getting like the Taylor Swift album? And I was like, it's because it's like Taylor Swift, right? Like, yeah. that's why. Yes. Yeah. I love no, it. I agree. I love it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. What am I obsessed with? Well, yeah. also, it is music, but um, I don't know if you're going to love or hate this answer, but I am obsessed with listening to Christmas music right now. Oh, oh so yes. <laughs> Good one, good one. Already. (laughs) When did you start? Did you start like the day after Halloween? Pretty much. And I will have to blame my coworker, Dante, because he also loves Christmas music. And I came into the office and he was playing it. And I was like, oh, my God, so much joy right now. And I love And that. I've just been listening to it. I mean, my tree is up. I, oh, wow. wow. I candles in the windows. <laughs> I, had, I had the whole home, like, blasting Christmas music this weekend while he was out. And he came home and he was like, this is so loud. We need to turn it off. Like, you're just a, <laughs> That's you're so funny a because I just had this conversation with my husband. I was like, do we put up the decorations before Thanksgiving? Yeah. Are we allowed? Do we wait till after? I don't <laughs> you know. don't have to get permission. We're actually putting our Christmas decorations up on Friday. I always, every year, listen to Christmas music on November 1st. Um, so I'm like in with you. What if like, what you guys really need to do is to combine your two obsessions is listen to like Taylor Swift's like Christmas album, guys. Mm -hmm. Does she have a Christmas album? I mean, I have no idea, but I'm sure she does. She she does. She doesn't. She should. Yes. I'm sure she does. All right. So last question. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you in this biz? Okay. I'll go. Um, I think Kirstie knows the answer without me telling her is, um, (laughs) A tornado outbreak on Memorial Day um, mm-hmm. at, in the evening. It started at 9 o'clock at night, and uh, we had 15 tornadoes oh in gosh. our viewing area. Three EF3s and one EF4 that came through our main county. Wow. And, um, yeah, I cried on TV. <gasps> so that was... Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, our, our viewing area, we have tornadoes. 
you know, we'll have little ones here and there with like squall lines, but this was the largest outbreak this region has ever had in history. So um, definitely wasn't prepared for that. And it was insane. Mm-hmm. And Kirsty, because we work opposite shifts, um, we knew that we were going to have severe weather that night. And she said to me, hey, McCall, I'm going to go to bed. And when I wake up, well, she normally wakes up at like 11 when we know we're going to have like a severe event through the night. Mm-hmm. And she'll come in at midnight and we do a handoff. Oh. And she said, hey, McCall, I'm going to go to sleep. And when I wake up, you know, I'll look at the radar, see where we are. And, you know, that way we can have a smooth handoff. And Kirsty, you can kind of talk about like... <laughs> Yeah. What you thought when you woke up. <laughs> right. I, so I woke up to a full-blown tornado outbreak. Oh and gosh. I usually just wake up, grab my phone, and look at the radar. That's what every single morning. It's the first thing I do. And, um, yeah, we had, like, three areas of circulation. At least, I don't even remember at this point, but it was multiple areas of clear, defined circulation, which for us, like, to have that type of called the couplet like visible is like we're lucky if we see one or two you know and um and I screamed to my husband there's a tornado outbreak happening and I live further south so it was completely dry and totally fine so then my next um impulse was how do I even get into work because I now have to drive north and avoid right multiple Mm. tornadoes that were pretty much on the ground or at least there was enough rotation in these storms that I could not, you know, I had to like map out how I could get into work. Oh, and wow. then when I did get into work, um, you know, McCall and I finished the coverage. Our other our coworker, Dante, was covering with McCall. And uh, we finished, what, the warnings right around 1 a.m., I think, McCall, or yeah, midnight, a yeah. little bit after midnight. Um, and then at that point, there were so many power outages. Nobody knew how much damage would be done if anybody would have been seriously injured. And so we stayed McCall started the wall-to-wall coverage alone at like 9 p.m. the night before. And then we continued wall-to-wall coverage until 1 p.m. the next day. Wow. Um, oh, my goodness. We were very, very lucky. Nobody was killed. Uh, I mean, directly in the sense of we did lose, had a loss of life. But, um, yeah, it was it was insane. Um, McCall did a wonderful job, though. And she did get emotional because she basically had to, you know, track out a tornadic storm that was heading towards where her husband and daughter were oh my gosh Um, you know and she knew and as a meteorologist you know looking at radar what Mm -hmm. is happening on the ground and she didn't like start bawling but just know like she did get choked up yeah it it was a lot of people in this area credit that moment of her realness as being like you know kind of like a wake-up call like okay okay this is this is it this is the big one Oh my um, goodness. And for yeah. folks at home who don't know, wall to wall coverage, like you were on nonstop. Like it wasn't going yeah. to the sports, no the news, no commercials. Like it was just you guys talking about the weather for gosh, twelve plus hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was it was crazy. And it you know, and adding insult to injury, it was a holiday. It was Memorial right, Day. Right. 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 Our Ugh. one our one Matt, he had um celebrated memorial day he had just been off so he was sound asleep and his wife mm. woke him up and was like jesse get up there's tornadoes <laughs> yeah. everywhere yeah <laughs> oh so, wow yeah. wow it gosh well um good for you for um sounds like you handled it really well and and um you know you never know with things like that like how many lives you save getting that information out to viewers right yeah it was 
I definitely thought the death toll was going to be a lot higher, right. even the right. injuries. We were mm-hmm. blown away the next day that the body count wasn't Ooh, more right. than it was. Oh, goodness. So scary. Um, all right. Well, let's, should we get on, move on to the articles? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Katie, the first one, what becoming a parent really does to your happiness. Yes, yes. This one's from the <laughs> Atlantic. Um, wasn't this interesting, you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It was so interesting. Okay. So, uh, Karen mentioned it's from the Atlantic, and the question is, research, the, the, the gist is, research has found that having children is terrible mm-hmm. for quality of life, <laughs> but the truth about what parenthood means for happiness is a lot more complicated. Um, some of the most prominent scholars in the field have argued that if you want to be happy, it's best to be childless. What if the rewards of having children are different from and deeper than happiness, this author says. So um, he goes on to write, uh, the research is decisive. Having kids is bad for your quality of life. Um, They asked 900 employed women to report at the end of each day every one of their activities and how happy they were when they did them. Mm -hmm. They recalled being with their children as less enjoyable than many (laughs) other activities, such as, this is the part that got me, such as watching TV, <laughs> shopping, or preparing food. Other studies find that when a child is born, parents experience a decrease in happiness that doesn't go away for a long time, in addition to a drop in marital satisfaction. So he goes on to say, like, basically the question is, then why do people continue having kids? So he has a couple of answers, and one possibility um, is – the phenomenon called memory distortion. Karen and I were just talking about this. When we think about our past experiences, we tend to remember the peaks and forget the mundane awfulness in between. In other words, you don't really remember like how bad you know, things were. How bad things were. The tantrums yeah. at bedtime, mm-hmm. the sleepless nights. You remember, you know, the good parts. This is a lot like what Karen and I were saying, like giving birth or running a marathon. It's like you can mm-hmm. at the time it's horrific, but afterwards you're like, oh, was it really that bad? Um <laughs> Karen argued like she's like actually I actually think it's really bad you said that about running a marathon yeah I was like I don't really remember labor being that bad but But I barely remember how bad running a marathon yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah and so it kind of talks about how you know it's not and I think a good point that they made in the article was you know the day to day is tough but then when you look at the bigger picture and of course we all have those moments with our kids that are so sweet and special and you feel really happy but those those are just kind of fewer and far between but when you think about the deeper you know meaning of life and having children yes that's that's great but like let's be real like most of the in between is is not very fun often yeah. <laughs> right what did you guys no, think I about agree. this I agree. And I think that, like, for me, like, even as soon as my daughter was born, and, you know, I loved her to be born, but I was like, this is not sunshine and roses. Like, yeah. who who told me it was going to be? Why did I think that this was going to be amazing? But I, I, you know, I love her dearly. And, like, as you said, those little special moments that I have with her are euphoric. And I think, in a way, it's like an addiction, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. when you are having those moments and they're smiling, like I can't even like touch the happiness that she gives me. But when they're bad, they're like so bad. Like I'm just here <laughs> for that next hit, that next smile from her. Right. So, I'm, I mean, I agree. I, kids are not easy, but um, I honestly, I don't know what I would like, what my life would be without having Gia. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I think that's a great, um, yeah, great way to think about it. McCall is, is the addiction part of you, you just ride <laughs> from one high to the next of, of like fun moments. I will also say too, and I was kind of taken back when I first had both my girls, um, I really didn't enjoy the newborn phase mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't find that I was, I, I really enjoyed when they started to interact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like, you know, my oldest is only two. So that has really even more than I thought it would become fun. I, I understand her tantrums are like insane, but um, the more interaction, the happier I feel like I find myself being and so I also think, too, the questions that they asked with day-to-day, I wish they would have done, um, like, favorite memories or going to the vac. I don't know. I just – I feel like um, reflecting on your kids, you'd probably end up only having positive reflections, which is that whole memory. Yeah. You know, how you only remember the good. Mm-hmm. The way they asked the questions for day-to-day, I feel like, wasn't very fair. Like, right. mealtime is funnier with your kids than it is well that's true yeah <laughs> yeah like, it, it's hilarious I mean and again she's like my my babies are like just learning how to eat and just learning how to interact so maybe that's why I like right. haven't gotten sick of that yet but for now I like I think it's hilarious I'm just like oh my gosh yeah. the things they say I'm like what are you just saying I I will I will totally disagree and say mealtimes are not fun in my house right now <laughs> but I think that's just because my kids are some of my kids are a little bit older and it's like such a struggle fest like a struggle yeah Ooh, but I'm glad you're enjoying mealtime that makes me happy just wait um, a couple of years and I feel yeah, like we'll, yeah. we'll circle back we'll circle back yeah 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 um I do think this article I and I I think he sort of summarizes at the end is that they're the reason why people have kids, continue to have kids, or, you know, um, happiness is not the point of life, maybe. Um, he talks about mm. there's more to life than happiness. And yeah. the real mm-hmm. important part of life is, like, what gives your life meaning? Is mm-hmm. like, how do you have importance in the world? And how do you have meaning? And I, and I don't know if you if you don't have kids, if you realize this, because I, I don't think that I did. It's that kids give your life meaning, and yeah. that in turn is what sort of leads to your happiness, maybe not, but sort of contentment with your life when you look at it. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting, and I will say this. Like, if I didn't have kids and I was reading this article, I would be like, wait, but why? Yeah. Why? But, like, also, yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> right? well, it's funny. Do you guys I, – I, all the time with my husband, I'm like, what did we do before kids? Like, what? Right? We just, oh, yeah. we just slept in, and then, like, what did we do all day, yeah. though? Like, what? Like really, what did we do? Like, on the weekends, we just, like – Went out with Watched friends. Watched TV and hung out with Watched, friends. Like what? Like how did that take up so much time? That's like the same. Like the weekend time allotment hasn't changed. Right. But somehow, like <laughs> it's just like wow. But then you think, and then you know, of course, sometimes you're like, gosh, what I wouldn't give to like go back to sleeping till 10 a.m. and just like doing right. whatever all day. But yeah, then you think like, but wouldn't that get old? Right? Like, would it get boring? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, I think it would be sad. I it's, sleeping, yeah, so. I don't know about that. Um, but <laughs> I, I do feel like if you think about a world without your kid or your kids, right. it's like you can't even conceive of it. Mm-mm. And that's yeah. why you would never go back. You would never trade, like, sleeping. I mean, you just wouldn't because Mm-mm. it's just inconceivable. I mean, 
Okay. Well, all right. We'll circle back to that as well, Um, Karen. All right. So we are going to switch gears now. I have a mum's the word. Oh, you even Um, brought it in? I brought it in because I couldn't remember exactly what it was called. But so I, I don't know about you guys. I guess, McCall, you have a school-aged kid. Or is, is your daughter in kindergarten yet? Uh, no, she's still preschool. Oh, she's preschool. Okay. Well, um, I've got two, a kindergartner and a first grader. So I, and the first grader, you know, last year was pretty much all virtual. So this is like my first couple of months of like trying to figure out lunches, which oh, is, yeah. which is a struggle. Um, and I can't figure out how to do like uh, healthy lunches, right? You like don't want oh, to be yeah. that parent who like sends in like candy and, you know, <laughs> Uh, I like how you're not really worried about what your kids are eating. You just don't want to be like, you don't want the judgment. I get it because I have to send lunch in with my daughter too. Okay. Okay. So you feel it. Sometimes I win. Sometimes I lose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, anyway, so I'm always on the hunt for like healthy snacks um, that are easy. And here's the other thing, like even my five and six year old, like some, some packages that they have a hard time opening. Right. And so you don't want to send something that like they can't really get into easily and like, Anyway, so I found these. Um, they're called organic apple sticks, um, and it's from Stone Ridge Orchards. And I just looked before. You can get them. I get them at the grocery, but you can get them on Amazon. It's like a six-pack for, like, 11 bucks, right? So pretty pretty cheap. Um, and they are so good. And it's funny because now, you know how you do this. Like, you buy a snack for your kids, and then you end up eating them too. Yeah, yeah. But they're, <laughs> but they're like, it says just apple, no sugar. I don't know. Seems like a pretty pretty healthy snack. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, they're, like, dehydrated apples, right? They are. Okay, essentially, right. they're. But, like, okay. if I send in a whole apple with my kid, he like, doesn't want to eat it. An and apple. if I, like, slice right. it, it gets brown, and then they don't want to You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, so if you're looking for a healthy snack for your kiddos to send into school, I have, they have other fruits, too. They have, like, dried strawberries and berries and all this stuff. Um, but you can get them on Amazon. Really easy. Um, Stone, Ridge, Stone Ridge Orchards Organic Dried Fruit. That's okay. my, that's my yeah. tip. Mum, mum, mum. Yeah. So we yeah. do that. Do we say yeah. mum, mum, mum? We don't. No, we, we, we should have Kirstiana McCall I know, right? We just make Maybe up. You guys, you guys can, like, mama, harmonize. No, no. Can you harmonize for us, guys? <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> You're like, we're drawing the line here. Okay. Um, So last article of the day. uh, This one is called New Research Says Cat and Dog Moms and Dads Really Are Parenting Their Pets. Here's why. So um, we all, speaking of the should we have kids and be unhappy or not conversation, (laughs) we all know those people who just don't have kids and seem very happy. They do seem really happy. And often have pets. um, But are they really, like, parenting their pets? So the article talks about how – You know, fertility rates, I guess, are lower now than they have been in the past, and there's a lot of focus on getting pets instead. Uh, So they interviewed 28 people. um, And this author's an anthropologist, by the way. So this is like, this is not like, you know, this guy's not from like the Hallmark Channel. He's like, he's like serious. He's like legit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so they talked to people who don't have children, but do have pets. Um, And so what they found is that really it is, people are parenting their pets, which I do think is an important distinction to make because I think you can like, I don't know, have a fish in a fish tank who you give, throw some food at once a week or however often you feed fish. I don't know. Um, And it's not really that big of a deal. But then there's other people who are literally parenting their pets. They're training them. So this article talks about what they, what they talked to the, these uh, folks in the study about. They're training their pets. They're treating them like small furry humans. There's a lot of, like, emotional um, connection with their pets, a lot of thinking involved with this. Um, and, and they really do dedicate their lives, in essence, to these pets as we do to our children, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think, do, do, do you agree? Do you think this is really happening? Do you think that like that's really parenting when it's just a pet and not an actual child? A hundred. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a, I had a dog that passed away a couple of years ago, but like I was obsessed with this dog yeah. and he had um, diabetes. He was blind. I can't Aww. tell you how much money I spent to keep this dog alive because he was like my little baby. And this was, you know, before we had kids. him before I had Gia. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, 100%. I clothed him. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> what kind of dog I was mean, it? Did you say? He was a miniature pincher. So okay. he was a small dog. Okay. And mm-hmm. we took him everywhere. Like, <laughs> leaving him somewhere at, like, a dog um, sleepover place was, you know, traumatizing for us. We yeah. felt like mm-hmm. he would be emotionally upset if we weren't there. So... I 100% agree with that article. So now, think, do we think that you're happier, though, if you are parenting <laughs> a pet versus a child? That would be the next oh. article. Oh, yeah, we Michelle, you're a good – yeah, you got to weigh in on that. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely happier with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. But, I mean, I a deeper love for my child, but happier yep. on the day-to-day yep. with my dog. You don't need yeah. an anthropologist to tell you that. Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, all right, so do one of you guys have a win for us for this week? Something something good that happened in your life. It can be small or it can be big. Um, I Okay, I have a win. So last weekend, I got to go to a cabin with my college roommates, just the girls, Ooh. no kids. Yes, and so that was awesome. really fun. We all live in different parts of Ohio and Pennsylvania, um, so we just don't get to see each other. And my biggest takeaway was a lot of our phone conversations are usually, you know, mixed in with like chasing after a toddler or they have a few of my friends have, you know, kids that are 10 months old, like my youngest Molly, you know, so you've got like babies babbling in the background or crying or you're running after a toddler. So this was like two days where we all just got to catch up with each other and actually like have conversation mm-hmm, yeah. that wasn't just constantly interrupted or distracted. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to just be able to be like, oh, I legitimately was able to focus and listen to everything that you said. So right. that was, it was really fun. So that's a huge win. And it's been way too long. Amazing. <laughs> and you're right. It's, it's like, there's so many times where we'll be at an event with, or like a birthday party or some sort of gathering and you've got your kids and you're like, and then later you're like, wait, I know I asked so-and-so about that. What was their answer? And then you're like, wait, yes. do we even finish that conversation? No. Like, I think somebody had to go get a kid and like, I don't even know what came yeah. of it. Right. Like you can never finish a whole conversation when your kids are around. So I can see how, oh, yeah. how uh, blissful that would be to just have no yeah, kids. Congratulations on that one. Adult conversation. Yeah. It sounds amazing. <laughs> First, she posted a she posted a video on her um, Instagram stories, and I don't know if that was you in the video, Kirsty, or it one of was your me. My friend just captured oh my gosh. me outside. I was dying laughing, and her friend filmed Kirsty, and it said, "This is a girls' weekend wrapped up in a video without kids in the middle of the woods." <laughs> And it's just Kirsty in the backyard on a tree swing, just swinging quietly by herself. <laughs> it was so beautiful out. And I just, I was like, All right, I'm going to go outside for a little. And I just like sat and swung. And I was like, I could totally take it. I almost took a nap, but I was like, no, I'll keep myself awake. But yeah, and I didn't know she took a video of me, which was even funny. I was oh, just swinging alone it. in the middle of the woods. <laughs> but it was silent. It was like the best moment and, of your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were happy again. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, I love that you guys have the same kind of connection there. Um, two news folks doing a podcast there. Yours, I, I feel like, is is I know, is much more um, scientific. Like research? Yeah, oh. like I think it's a, a little bit deeper okay. than, than Katie okay. and I, but okay. we appreciate you coming on and chatting it up with and us. And it's Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. Did we even say that? That that's the name. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, Cloudy yeah, with a Chance of Podcast, yeah. which is such a clever name. Yes. I love it. Uh, so thank get it where you. you get your podcast, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Right. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks ladies. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, I am so glad that we got to catch up with them. Um, and connect with them. I like feel I like said, we would be like really good friends. With I them feel if like they too. Should here. we like yeah. stalk them and see if we can sort of like become friends? Well, and I, can we go to that like that cabin, cabin in the on woods the swing with them? The swing? Can we yeah. swing, on, swing with them? Okay, we'll see. Um, might be awkward. I yeah, don't I don't know. I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, we're never talking to those girls again. They just like hung up, hung up, and they're like, and anger moms out. Done. Never again. Done. Yeah. Done. Meanwhile, we're like, can we be friends? Hi, with you? we'd like to be your friends. Um, we'll come to Dayton. We'll come see you in Ohio. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening, guys. And um, if you haven't already, you should um, rate and subscribe Anchor Moms and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Anchor Moms, the podcast. Thanks for listening.